Hello Dreamers and welcome to the 2003 episode of Dreamcast Year's podcast, Game of the Year edition. Uh, I'm Andrew and joining me today, as ever, uh, are the marvellous Steve and Rich. How are you both? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Melting, but not too bad. Mm. Mm. It is It is. It is wicked hot. Like, I don't it know what's is. going on. Where did, yeah. where, did, where did this come from? I know it's a it's a bit yeah it's a bit too warm isn't it it's like the hottest day of the year mm-hmm. so far anyway mm-hmm. um, yeah and Manchester's back under lockdown and that is the moment that my apartment decided to become a kiln when I can't fucking leave it yeah. <laughs> damn um, yeah well we've uh, we've just kind of dated this episode already with by saying specific things so why don't we do it further uh, by also saying that today. <laughs> Today was the day that uh, Dreamcast Year 2 got funded on Kickstarter. Hooray! 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 Hooray. So, um, yes, very pleased about that. And the total keeps going up as well. So it funded and then continued to fund. uh, Not only did it get funded, it fucking stonked it. Like, you press the button. I think I said to you, you press the button and then the internet spunked money all over you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was it the first 10 minutes it was like two grand i was like it's ridiculous. it was it was weird it was like within what was it was in within six hours it was 50 percent funded it's crazy and yeah, then crazy. it was 64 hours that it fully funded and com- considering that the first book took three and a half weeks to fully fund um mm. and that was half as much as i was asking for this time yeah it's it is crazy so i'm really pleased that it's done well yeah. and there's yeah. loads of cool you should stuff be. So well done well yeah. done yeah well, we're all going to get to contribute to this uh, to this book. I mean, you guys are going to be writing retrospectives again, which is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And we've got the zine. We've got the DCY zine, which mm-hmm. is a thing mm-hmm. now, which we'll be doing. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. And we've also got the exclusive episodes of of this exclusive episode of the Dreamcast Years podcast that we'll have to make at some point. So that's also an exciting prospect. Uh, and those listening now, that will only ever be available physically. Um, so if you're listening on uh, on your digital medium of choice you may never hear it um unfortunately <laughs> Shame on you. yeah uh, but you could if you back the kickstarter uh, so if you're listening to this before the 27th of august uh, check out the kickstarter if not we may still be on pledge manager depending on when you're listening to this but let's move on with the actual episode um it's been a while since we've all got together to do this hasn't it it's been mm. quite mm-hmm. some time um because of life you know life generally yeah. tends to Get in the I was going to say it should um, should have been welcome back, dreamers. Really, it's been a Very long time. Isn't it? yeah. <laughs> mm. I chose that moment Although... to prosecco. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my celebratory drink today. Um, what were you saying, Steve? How Sorry. long? How long? How long? How, how long has it been? Has it been what a good Goodness. month, six um, weeks or so? It might be. I think it's been two months. Even maybe yeah. it's been a long. Sure. I mean, the last game of the year episode was the end of March. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we've had two episodes since wow. that, but the last game of the year was was end of March. So yeah, quite that's that was what's April, May, July. Wow, that's four months ago. That is crazy. Um, crazy. Do you story. know what time? Time does not make sense anymore. Time it doesn't, nah, it doesn't flow in the same way that it used to. It not does at not. All. No, no. And it was funny because at the beginning of all of this happening, everybody was like, oh, yeah, we've got, um, you know, all this time at home now to do whatever we want. So we can like we can get all this content made and then actually know that's just not what happened <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, no. Turns out turns out it's quite hard to concentrate when society's collapsing around you. It turns out that's kind of a distraction <laughs> at times. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. 
<laughs> who knew indeed um anyway yeah moving on with uh, what we're here for um hopefully everybody um listening heard the last um full episode the 2003 uh, dreamcast years episode uh when we spoke to the amazing Corey marshall um i think i'm still pinching myself a little bit that we got to speak to that guy mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you guys yep, that yeah. was uh that's yeah bucket list stuff that was crazy that was crazy yeah lovely guy so so nice um yeah. and i've been keeping him abreast of the campaign as well and he's been um he, good, good. He, he's very much of a gif lover he loves a gif so anytime yes. i post something he <laughs> post a gif back um <laughs> but it's it's very cool so no he's lovely and uh, we had a very good chat about all things 2003 and mm-hmm. now uh many months later or a couple of months later i think it is uh we're going to talk about our games of the year um so in time honored tradition um myself steve and rich will uh pitch our game of 2003 um however um there are some caveats to that the winner of the last poll for 2002 um will get to pitch two games and the loser um, has a bit of a handicap to deal with. Um, so first of all, let's just go through the poll quickly from 2002. Um, so the games that we had, and I'm going to go in, I'll go from first to last. So the game that came first um, was Resident Evil, the remake for GameCube, uh, which was my pitch. Um, so that means mm. I get two. Um, anybody surprised at that one? Um, um, no. <laughs> div- div- difficult to answer that question when I can't remember what it was against. <laughs> I'll tell you. Um, so in second sure place, a... sorry, Rich, go on. Sure, I'm sure there was a GTA in there, but I can't remember which one. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so in second place um, was Steve's pitch of Metal Gear Solid Two. Um, so Resident Evil got thirty-five percent. Oh, right. um, Metal Gear Solid Two got thirty percent of the vote. So that came in second okay. place. Um, in third place, I think you pitched. You pitched once. Rich, did you pitch twice? Is that right? Am I thinking correctly? Yes. Which is why you probably should remember this. Um, it, it was GTA <laughs> Vice City that came in third place uh, with 27.5%. And... Oh my god, what was the other game? The game that lost, and the reason that you would now have the oh, handicap, um, it is... Was Smackdown. Uh, no, it was Rally Sport Challenge for the Xbox. Oh, of course it was. 7.5%. Yes. Oh yeah. Damn. Um, I'm pretty Good sure game. it was you who pitched GTA Vice City, right, Rich? It wasn't you, Steve? Yes. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Without going back and listening to the episode now. We'll, what am I going to we'll do? Not pitch the Metal Gear Solid that came out that year? Like, of course <laughs> well, it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, and it would seem silly for Rich just to pick Rally Sport Challenge um, as the main game that he pitched for. So, <laughs> but then I wouldn't put it past him either. Um, so, Indeed. <laughs> um, all right. So, yes. Yeah, so I get to pitch two, which I will do. And Rich um, has to have handicap. Um, and it's always interesting trying to come up with these. Um, and I think we've I think we found a, a, a pretty good one this time around. Um, mm-hmm. So, Rich, um, this time around, you are going to pitch. And we're not gonna we're not gonna stop you from pitching. There's absolutely nothing standing in your way. You're not gonna play a game. You're not gonna have somebody shouting at you or heckling you. You know, it's it's smooth sailing. Um, all you have to do is get uh, within five seconds either side of a minute um, and stop without us telling you to stop. If you stop either side of that period of time, then you will have lost. And um, so, do you want to know what what will happen if you lose? Oh, I'd love to. You got me on a. You got me on the edge of my seat. Okay. What's going to happen? Please what tell me. Um, well, if you lose, then next episode, um, you will be unable to pitch for yourself, um, and instead, you will have to bring somebody in to pitch on your behalf 
who knows absolutely nothing about the game that you're pitching about. That sounds good. I've already got a candidate in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it immensely. She's going to be mortified. <laughs> um, this is going to be fun. Um, I'm, I'm kind of already hoping that you're going to lose. Uh, same same yeah yeah. Mm. um i might deliberately throw it to be fair (laughs) okay um (laughs) so rich um it is you're going to be you who's going to pitch first since you were the loser um as we always do um first of all before we start any timers or anything like that can you let us know what it is that you're pitching as your game of the year 2003 i am going to be pitching def jam vendetta for the playstation 2 Ooh. okay excellent um Right, I'm getting my stopwatch ready here. Uh, are you about ready to go there, Rich? I am very ready. Right, remember, I'm not going to stop you. Uh, you're going to have to stop yourself. Um, five sides, five seconds either side of a minute. Uh, and your time, Rich, starts now. So, um, yeah, Def Jam Vendetta, it was, a, it was different in that it mixed pro wrestling with hip-hop. And it pitted you in like a fictional underground fighting circuit where you could play as the likes of uh, DMX and Method Man and Ludacris. Um, the game was built on the same engine found in two of the best wrestling games of all time. Uh, one of one of which was WWF No Mercy, um, striking a really nice balance between simulation and arcade. Um, the controls are pr- pretty deep, and everything moved along at a nice pace. Yet the game was quite technical as well, and uh, the damage was region specific, so each limb had a health bar of its own. Um, graphics and sound are excellent, and uh, Included voice work by um, many rappers and including, I believe it was Ashanti. Um, it gave the game a real good attitude and an underground feel. Um, the real meat of the game was this story mode where you could choose one of four characters and you fought your way through an underground fighting circuit and each level ended with a boss battle. And I think that might be a minute. So I'm going to stop. Okay, I Rich. Think. I stopped the timer for you. Um... Do you, want to t- do you want to take a guess? Do you, th- you think it was dead on a minute, do you think? Oh, I'm going to say one minute and seven seconds. It's it's like you timed it at the same time. It was one minute and seven seconds. <laughs> Whoa. Shut up. Generally, I did not put a timer on. I've not cheated. That was an absolute <laughs> guess. It's <laughs> a good guess. I yeah, think I went was... for the James Bond rule of there's always seven seconds left on the timer, so it says 007. <laughs> and I actually did it. So. You, you did it. Um, wow. However, that does, sure? does mean that you lost. Um, yeah, it does indeed. Well done, Rich. Impressed. Failed. <laughs> Technically, I won in life, but I lost in the pitch. So that's well, okay. You know, you got an extra seven seconds than you'd usually get, and uh, and Not somebody bad. else has to pitch for you uh, next time. So there you go. Yikes. Let's have a, a discussion then about um, Def Jam Vendetta. Steve, is this a game that you've you've ever played? Uh, yeah, I have played Def Jam Vendetta. Mm. I remember it being good. I remember it looking real chunky. It's one of those games where everybody has tree trunks for limbs. Mm-hmm. And I remember it had the ghost face killer in it. And he was a Wu-Tang guy. And that might be where I've, I think I've exhausted my knowledge, to be honest. It had hip hop in it too. And I remember the fighting was fun. But okay. um, beyond that, I, it... I think if you went back to this game now, it would be the most 2003-ass game you could find. Like, it's prob- probably mm-hmm. quite cringe to look at now, but at the time, mm. it, like, had an edge to it, and it was, like, kind of seedy in a way that video games kind of weren't at the time, or it kind of tried to have this kind of, like, fic- fictional CD underbelly type feel to it. Mm. 
Um, I remember it being impressive, but you know, I didn't, I didn't adore it or anything. So you know, it's not held any, it's not held in particularly high esteem in my heart. So I don't remember that much about it. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have, I have never ever played it. Um, I've seen it. I mean, I liked some of the um, artists who appeared in it. Like Christina Milian was in it, I think, as one of the that characters. Was it. I got the wrong, I got the wrong singer. That's my pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and um, right. it's fine, you know. Um, <laughs> I was always a little bit. I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but I always kind of liked DMX because he did a song with Aaliyah, and Aaliyah was like my favourite singer at the time. So I was like, yeah. Um, and um, you know, but a lot of the people. I mean, I'm looking down at the list. And there's some big people there, but there's also also some people I've never heard of in my life. Um, but I guess I'm just not that kind of. Uh, you know, that's not my kind of music generally. Um, but it's really mm-hmm. cool that it's. You know, it's. It kind of mixes two things that I know that you're quite fond of, Rich. So it's, I don't know, I, I, can't, I can't say much about it just because I've never ever... It's kind of, yeah, it, it kind of, the way I felt about it at the time was, boy, I bet I would really love this if I was into hip-hop. I mean, I knew, like, I, I, like, I knew who Wu-Tang were. I liked mm-hmm. checking out their, gra- their gravel pit from time to time. Right. But beyond that, I didn't know anything about hip-hop so it, i feel like it kind of went over my head a, a bit but i am sure for those that were in the know it was pro- pro- probably um pretty rad yeah that's the thing i she was never into hip-hop i like a bit of story rap from like the 80s but like <laughs> not really um never was a hip-hop guy not really that much now but i just gravitated towards it because it was basically a spiritual sequel to like you know, no mercy it was a uh, yeah the Aki Corporation, who I wish were making wrestling games today because they're all terrible. Um, and yeah, that's the only reason I really jumped on it. I liked DMX to an extent because he was in a bunch of Jet Li movies. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was just was a fantastic technically technically sound wrestling title. So, but yeah. yeah. Which which wrestling games did they make before this then? It was No Mercy, was it? Yeah, you had, you had the WCW one. So you, um, you had a WCW versus NWO World Tour you had Revenge, and then you had No Mercy in uh, WrestleMania 2000. They're all in yeah. 64 titles, though. Um, uh, yeah, okay. I do, yeah. I, do, I do know the ones you mean, yeah. Those were very good. The, yeah, it was the same engine for this game, as yeah. you could tell. Um, they tweaked it, made it a bit faster, but yeah, mm. just really, really great engine. Nice. It did. It did look like it did look like a fun game, but it was just a, it was a period of time where I didn't really like wrestling games at all, and I don't really like them now as such. But I could imagine myself playing them. Um, like I could imagine, you know. And, and you've made me on a couple of occasions. You've made me really want to play a wrestling game. Um, so, and this one perhaps would be the same. I know that um, Ben from the Crossplayers at Benji Kong. He's quite a big fan of this as well. I believe. I think he's mentioned mm-hmm. it too. So, yeah. but he's he's hugely into hip hop as well. So I guess it's uh, mm, yeah. kind of two things yeah. for him in one. Um, so yeah, okay, that's uh, that's your pitch. Um, anything else to say about it before we move on, Rich? Any any other tidbits? No, I mean other than the fact it was quite cr- like Steve said, it was quite cringe. And one of the things mm. that hasn't dated too well is that there's a bunch of female characters in the game, and as you progress mm. with the story mode, you unlock photos of their real life counterparts. Mm. And I was like. Really, okay. really. Mm. Well, interesting. It got a sequel as well, <laughs> didn't it? So yeah, cool. and it kind of it kind of gravitated a bit more towards an actual fighting game in the sequels. They just were in on the streets basically in cage fighting. They were just they were like fighting games. They weren't so wrestling orientated. 
I've not played those ones, so I kind of want to, though. Um, yeah, that sounds yeah. more more my cup of tea. So I'm going to have to look into these yeah. at some point. But cool, okay. Um, so there we go. Cool. First uh, game of the year uh, pitch is Def Jam Vendetta. Um, and next next time, Rich will not be allowed to pitch for himself. Um, okay, moving on. Um, I've got two, so I guess I'll go next because um, I've got two to go through. So mm-hmm. um, if somebody would like to get a timer ready for my minute. and yep, I'll um, do that. I will let you know that my first pitch is going to be for Silent Hill 3 on the PS2. Okay, you ready? Um, yeah, go on then. Three, two, <laughs> one, go. So Silent Hill 3 was the sequel to Silent Hill 2, surprisingly enough, and it was um, a continuation of the story that they'd kind of gone through in the three games. Um, three saw you play as Heather, who um, basically was the uh, character who I'm going to make. I'm going to just do spoilers up front. Um, Heather was the uh, daughter of the main character from Silent Hill One, um, and she found herself in Silent Hill. Um, the story was great. The visuals of this game were absolutely astounding. I've seen screen shots of it today and it stands up incredibly well for a ps2 game it looks great the horror in this game was absolutely phenomenal i mean i've pitched silent hill 2 before and uh, this was kind of up on the same level in terms of horror um you know it's a silent hill game it does everything incredibly well in terms of uh, psychological terror basically and it started a cast of interesting characters and took the story to places that um hadn't been before and the music was Absolutely phenomenal. Um, of course, time. Good job. Okay. Good job. All right. Um, I'll leave it to you guys for a second now. Okay, sure. So, Rich, uh, do you want to tell us that you haven't played it and then we'll move on? <laughs> I must confess, I have not played it. So, there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, I can't remember. Have you played any Silent Hill game? Um, I've dabbled with the first game, I think. Part of the second, and then obviously mm. I paid the uh, PT demo, but let's just forget about that. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was traumatizing. You're, you're not. Yeah, I mean, I like horror games, and that traumatized me as well. But you're not mm. really a horror game guy, so you can't really be blamed. Because uh, yeah. this one's pretty fucking scary. Um, and I, I, you know, I really, I really like this game, but I've got to di- disagree with Andrew a little bit. I, I don't think it does everything a Silent Hill game does. Uh, I really liked Heather as a character, and I thought there were moments, like the moment-to-moment stuff in this game could be really effective and really creepy and really scary, and a lot of the visuals are, like, disturbing. But uh, taken as a whole, I think it's pretty weak compared to Silent Hill 2. Like, in Silent Hill 2, you've got this story that is coherent throughout, and you... I mean, I say coherent, as coherent as a Silent Hill game can be, (laughs) but you at least have some kind of understanding as to why things are so fucked up. Whereas in Silent Hill 3, I feel like I never understood what the fuck was going on, like, in the Mm. real world. Like, there are big monsters with big tree trunk arms that attack you in a subway, and I'm just like, why is that happening? Mm. With James, (laughs) you are being attacked by nurses for a specific reason. You are being attacked by mangled mannequins for a specific reason. And Silent Hill 3 kind of ditched that. And to me, it felt sort of abstract, and I can't, I really missed that from Silent Hill Three. So it's still a fantastic game, but that was mm. a big difference for me. That kind of, um, yeah, kind of made it not quite as good for me. Like, but but then there are moments in it. Like, do you remember the haunt, the haunted house that you go into? Like, you're in a theme yeah. park, and you walk through uh, a haunted house. That's extremely well done. There's a part where you mm-hmm. get chased by a red, like just a red light that is really mm-hmm. terrifying. Mm-hmm. 
there mm. are like mannequins in rooms and if you turn oh, away yeah. from them their heads fall off and stuff like there are some there's some yeah. really excellent stuff in there i just yeah. wish that they'd done as good a job with the broader themes as they did with uh silent hill 2 mm. i mean i guess i would agree with that i think there's uh, yeah the, the the individual moments of horror and some of the realizations that you come to have in the game like there's that moment that always you, you always get uh, see screenshotted for silent hill 3 which is where she stood in front of the mirror and then the mirror turns like you kind of the light flashes off and fly, flashes back back on again and she's kind of confronted with a reflection of herself where she's all bloody and mm-hmm. um, and it's always completely terrifying um i think the moment to moment horror is incredibly well done and it's like they've they've it kind is, of yeah. distilled one and two into like a pure essence in terms of horror and akira amioka does an amazing job with all the music in that game it's my favorite soundtrack from all the silent hill games it has for the first time it has proper vocal tracks as well um and i thought that was a really nice touch um and it really uh, the, the singer they got, they got on board as well really highlights a lot of the emotions and stuff that are in the game it's brilliant but yeah i kind of i get what you mean about um about the story perhaps not being yeah quite I mean, as there. it's maybe it's maybe less like to be fair to the game it's maybe less a criticism of three and more just i really loved what they did with two and it's a shame that they didn't do that again because mm. the game is fantastic for sure but it's just yeah i just wish it had that aspect to it as well cool gonna demonstrate my really weak silent hill knowledge but um did the second movie kind of borrow heavily from this game? Because I remember the funfair and that, and is it the Heather character in the movie? Yeah, it did. It did. It borrowed it quite heavily from it. Um, but then again, the first film borrowed from it as well, to be honest, because the first film was kind of almost a, like a mashup of the games in general. And um, yeah. the main character in the first film um, looked a lot like Heather, like the hair and how she dressed sometimes mm. kind of gave you that kind of th- feeling. Um but yeah, yeah. The, the second film was yeah, it was it was kind of it wasn't an actual retelling of, of three, but it was it was inspired by three quite heavily, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So there you go. Um, play these games. Yeah, you really should. They <laughs> well, are good. Don't don't uh, just like the caveat that needs to be put here, as always, is don't play the remasters, don't play the no. HD versions because they're shite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did Noted. some terrible things, and they and they re-recorded the voiceovers. I think they reinstated the voiceovers in the end, but they re-recorded them at one point, and they did mm-hmm. a terrible job yeah. at it, which is unfortunate. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's a shame. But yeah, if you can if you can get them somehow, I mean, if you ever get a PS2, perhaps. Um, I'm sure I Dan was. Oh, you have one. Okay. Yeah. Shit, sure, I have one. What the hell? Then, <laughs> then then get the games. What are you waiting for? My God. Um, yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, well, that's fun. Yeah. Silent Hill 3, uh, game of the year. Um, you'll get to decide in the poll. Um, all right, we'll move on uh, to Steve. Hello. It's, uh, hello, it's your turn to pitch. Hi, Steve. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what are you going to be pitching us today? Uh, I'm going to be pitching Manhunt for the Sony PlayStation 2, which I have done no prep for, so let's do this. Excellent. Cool. Um, all right, I'm going to start the timer. Are you ready? Yep. Your time starts now okay so you've probably heard of manhunt because it's pretty notorious both because of its content but also because rockstar deliberately courted controversy at the time which is what they did with the grand theft auto games as well but uh you you probably know it as being like this shallow murder simulator that anybody would be ashamed to have in their collection let alone have played but that really does manhunt a massive disservice and i actually kind of hate that rockstar did what they did at the time because manhunt is actually like a really good really effective stealth horror game 
Um, and it kind of turns the idea of like it being a snuff game on its head by making it a game about a snuff film that you are forced to take part in um, by a crazy director person who's voiced by Brian Cox, who is known these days as being nice. the patriarch in uh, Succession on HBO. He talks to you the whole time and he's telling you what to do. And sometimes it sounds like he's masturbating and it's super fucking weird, but it's really, really well done. <laughs> and the reason this game was so special for me at the time is I played this with the PlayStation 2 headset. So his voice is transmitted into your ear, not... Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. Oh. Aww. Damn, I might let you finish it in a minute, maybe. Um, <laughs> keep it in your you head. Another seven seconds, Stephen. Another seven seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> Rich, come on, let's get this out of the way. Have you played Manhunt? This isn't a straight. I have not played it, but I'm angry because I never played this game when it came out, and this is just a me game. Like mm-hmm. back in what '03, when it's just yeah. It, it's that par- it's that game that your parents don't know you're playing like uh, I'm playing this absolutely <laughs> nasty callous game mm. um, but I never actually played the first one but the second one is I picked up and I remember the controversy around that at the time because I think it came out on the Wii as well mm-hmm. oh yes yeah yeah um, I don't remember much about the second game but I really wish I had played the first Manhunt and like Silent Hill 3, I might pick it up on the PlayStation 2. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just me. I, I love this stuff. I love that just horrible, edgy... Um, yeah. yeah. And I, don't do stealth, I don't do stealth games, but if you put murdering in it and um, just <laughs> absolute sheer you know, sadism and just nastiness, then yeah, you've signed me up. Wow. So, We've learned a lot about you today, Rich. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's the heat, it's the heat, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> brings out the murderer on me. Oh shit, I shouldn't say that. Well, we also need to go down to uh, CEX at some point in the near future as well and uh, and pick up these games. Um, but, yeah, um, Manhunt. Um, when you were describing the, the story of it, I had kind of forgotten the story, but it automatically reminded me of, and I don't know if either of you have watched this, but it automatically reminded me of the film, um, a Serbian film. Have either of you watched? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I have never watched it. Wait, did you just say yes, Rich? Yeah, I've watched it. Yeah. Oh no. Why? I own that film. I have. I have that film on both DVD and Blu-ray. The final act of that film <laughs> will stay with me forever. <laughs> so, that's a uh, film that needs to be on VHS. Like Andrew, just, with all yeah. with all due respect, yeah. respect, you saying that you own a film on DVD and Blu-ray doesn't really say that much because I think you no, can say that about every film. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that is HD true. HD DVD. <laughs> HD DVD. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, a Serbian film. I, I have a. I, I'm similar to Rich, and I have a, a love of that kind of media. I think. I think it stems from being such a lovely person in real life that I have oh, to get out my. For both of us, yeah, uh, <laughs> we have to get out our are kind of inner demons by watching horrifically sadist movies and play horrifically horrible games um perhaps maybe or maybe we're just sadistic um so yeah it automatically put me in the mind of that movie um which is very similar in the fact that it's somebody who gets basically forced into a snuff film um and i had forgotten that was what the kind of the the Mm -hmm. premise of manhunt was um but i do recall like i've not played very much of it but i think i recall seeing you play some of it steve and i think i've played a little bit of it myself Mm -hmm. But it's a very interesting, it is a, it's an extremely interesting game, and it was very different. 
I mean, it's, it, I was going to say it's very different from what Rockstar had done. It's not in a lot of regards, but in terms of the fact that it was quite a focused experience and it was, you know, it was yeah, a fairly yeah. linear experience as well. Um, it was different to what they'd done up until that point with the Grand Theft Auto games. Um, so it was, yeah, it was it was odd for them. And like you said, the, the controversy side of it, I mean, it, it, it warranted it to a degree because it was a very... I mean, those takedowns that you would do, the you know, kind of it, the, the, the kills that you would make were quite vicious. So the, this was... the, the explicit violence coupled with the subject matter, it was warranted to a certain extent. Mm. But the problem I had with it at the time was um, all of the Daily Mail mums saying that it was a murder simulator that sure. was yeah. causing their children to want to kill in real life. And Rockstar fucking loves that shit. They were just rubbing their hands <laughs> together. And that that's what I take an issue with because the game deserved better than that. Because it, it is mm. it is fantastic. And it, it, it deserved more than that. But that's just how it was at the time. Yeah, This was one of those Jack Thompson games as well, wasn't it? It the is, one... yes. Yeah, he, he loved that shit. But... <laughs> yeah. I think as well, if I remember rightly, there was... At the time, this is quite dark, I apologise. I think there was a teen killing at the time. I think a teenager did kill his mate at the time and they mm. did find a copy of Manhunt in his bedroom. That rings a bell. So yeah. It, 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 yeah, so it caught some heat for that as well, which of course is nonsense. Of course the game mm-hmm. didn't do it, but yeah. Yeah, well, it's, the, it's like the whole thing with the Columbine killers and they found like Marilyn Manson's music in, in their homes and knew they were a fan well, of Marilyn quite. Manson. Yeah. And it's like, oh, uh. yeah, well, Marilyn Manson made them do it. It's like, yeah, no, that's not how that works. Um, mm. I listen to Marilyn Manson. I don't go out killing people. Um, but that's that's a subject for another time, I guess. Um, <laughs> the discussion <laughs> on uh, video game violence and how it affects uh, people in different ways. Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely unique. I'm not sure how I... Th- felt about the sequel though i don't i mean I, I think i played a bit more of that and i'm not sure i never played the sequel all oh, so. right okay just because i mean you loved the game the first game so much i did, did you just not want to spoil it but or? i remember the well i remember the reviews coming out and a lot of people were quite disappointed with it so i just did i just never bothered mm. i remember the, the like um rich said the main thing about that game is it came out on the wii and that was like a big deal at the time because it was such an that used the motion that used the motion controls in some That's way right, yeah. yeah yeah mm-hmm. hell yeah so I think you have it for the Wii as well. Quite interesting. You really are. You really are really. Stab, stab, stab. Did, you know? Did the um? Did the Wiimote vibrate at the point of impact as you were bludgeoning someone to death? Was it that? Did it go that far? I'm not sure. Are these available on um Xbox? Like, can you? I know the original came out on the the OG Xbox, but can you get these on a uh, the Xbox Store? Because I'm on that. <laughs> don't know. Don't know. I don't think you can. Um, Damn. It's available on the PC. You, you don't really have a yeah. PC either, yeah. do you? You've got a PS2, no. so pick it up on the yeah. PS2. If nothing else, that's what you can do. Um, you'd have to look. I mean, I'm not sure. I d- I've never seen Manhunt for Xbox, to be honest. I don't think it's one of the ones that got um, picked up. But well, there you go. Well, um, mm. Yeah. Basically, you need to go down to CEX, and uh, you can, you know, if you're listening right now. Donations can be made to Rich uh, at Dreamcast Barber for his <laughs> CEX, uh, his CEX spree, not murder CX spree. CEX wish list, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, g- games that you need to play. Um, and you actually, Steve, have made me want to kind of go back to Manhunt as well now. And you I should. Think I, I think good. I have it. I think I have it. As, like, I think it came out on the PS3 as a, you know, like when they did the PS2 originals. Maybe yes, on the PS4, think, in fact. I think, yeah, so the PS3 version is available on the PS4. So I may have to look at that and uh, give that a go. Um, the reason for you to get just, a PS4, um, Rich. <laughs> just uh, well just one more. 
just one more small thing because um, yeah. uh, Max Payne 2 came out on this year and you know I need to justify why I didn't pick that but um, okay. I, I played this game with the PlayStation 2 headset and this is the mm. only game I know of that did this but if you played with the headset on this game the sound came out of your speakers but Brian Cox was talking to you in your ear which was incredibly mm. immersive but on top of that the microphone also worked as well and if mm. you made a noise people in the game could hear you so it like if you felt like you needed to cough you were like trying to stifle it back if people were walking past you really close while you're in the shadows i felt myself holding my breath so as not to alert them and like and Mm. that shit was like increased the tension just tenfold and i I don't know if you can replicate that experience now i don't think any other version of that game has that feature in there but that's that's weird that it wouldn't like because you have headsets for all the other Mm -hmm. consoles so you'd imagine they must be they must be able to do it we have to but test I, this I, now, I, I, I don't i don't know of any other game that has done that and I, that no. is still to me really such a clever idea and it, it worked incredibly yeah. well at the time that is a clever idea i think i'm I, I i would like to experience that version of it so if it doesn't work like that on the ps4 i may well have to buy the ps2 version and uh, and give it a go mm. um and find a headset and, for it well yeah do, do you remember i don't um, this is kind of going off on a slight tangent now but do you remember at the time there was also a game on the ps2 called lifeline and it never came oh, out yeah. in the UK, but I, I got it. Um, I got it on import because I got my PS, uh, PS2 chipped to play imports because uh, I really had to get the... Um, they, they released uh, Space Channel 5 Part 1 and Part 2 on the PS2, but only in America and mm-hmm. uh, with the English dub and everything. So I was like, I have to get it. So I had my PS2 like chipped. And in order to kind of um, justify it to myself, I had to buy more than one game. Um, to justify having the whole system chipped um so i also <laughs> bought lifeline um which required the headset and that was like one of the first games where it was completely voice yeah. it was voice recognition so you played like i uh, sorry i'm kind of going off and uh, this is not a pitch for a game of the year by the way uh, but it was where you had to it was like a woman in a space station and everybody disappeared and you were like you were supposed to be the guy manning the security cameras and she talked to you and you could like open doors for her oh, you could ask her questions yeah. and you could like you know basically just talk and ask questions and stuff it was really interesting it was a really I remember clever that. way to do it yeah i so, played it i remember it though <laughs> yeah i still have it but i don't know if i've got a headset that would work on the ps2 but if i if i can find one then also i'll be playing lifeline and manhunt so i feel like i feel like that might be available on the pc these days as well because i've seen that played quite recently but i can't remember oh, really? i can't remember where i saw it but yeah it, it's either that or another game has done that since mm. i yeah, just i just remember the frustration of trying to get her to shoot like and you have to tell her uh, to shoot because she's kind of yeah. she's kind of scared right she's not she's yeah. not that person she can't do that stuff so you have to encourage mm-hmm. her by going shoot 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 the thing yeah. shoot the <laughs> and then she inevitably doesn't do quite what you yeah. ask and then dies and it's kind of frustrating yeah especially because she doesn't i mean it's this was like you know near near 20 years ago and voice recognition just isn't the same as it is today yes so she yeah. just didn't understand you most of the time she was like you and especially your accent because this was a game that never actually came out here so if you had an american accent i'm sure she'd understand you much easier but if you had like a british accent yeah just she wasn't she wasn't paying attention um anyway manhunt was the game that we were talking about um an excellent choice (laughs) an excellent choice for game of the year um so that will be on the poll which will go up after this goes live um for seven days on twitter uh, at dreamcast years Uh, but we do have one more game one more game um that uh, we're going to pitch and that's my second game uh somebody have a timer ready for me let's uh let's get this yep um all right um, so uh, my second pitch 
And if you've listened to the 2003 episode with Corey Marshall, uh, you all know that I laugh at this. Uh, my second pick is PN03, product number three for the GameCube. Um, okay, ready? Yep, three, two, one, go. So this was one of the games that Capcom promised um, Nintendo um, after the GameCube. So after the Dreamcast had gone and uh, kind of Resident Evil kind of moved over to the GameCube, they did a remaster of Resident Evil. They did Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil Four. Um, but what they also did is they agreed to make a bunch of other games exclusive for the GameCube, and one of them was Piano Three, which is product number three, and it stars a character called Vanessa Z Schneider, who is very similar looking to Jill Valentine, but wears a very futuristic outfit. Um, and the whole point of the game is that um, you play as her she's like a freelance mercenary um, and uh, she's working on a planet um, where robots have basically gone killer they're killer robots gone berserk and uh, she's been tasked with going in and uh, taking them down uh, by a company um, but it's all very kind of rhythm based there's a lot of um, dance techno music and you go and you've got guns on your feet on your hands um, and you have to run around these these kind of very um, stark environments and kill as many robots as you can time um, ah. and it's bad sorry I just thought I'd finish off here there thanks <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, I, love you. I love you, Steve. <laughs> oh, go go um, ahead, rip into it. Go on. So, Never Rich. Played it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I can't rip into it. I, mean, I haven't played it, but it doesn't sound like a me game at all. Like, no, no. It's a very I anime mean, title, and I'm just like... Eh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Piano 3 slash slash dot sign hack backslash whatever. <laughs> um, the, yeah, this game sucks. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I mean, look, we've kind of been over this. If you've listened to the episode with Corey, we've had this discussion already. Um, yeah. I, 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 this is a very okay. This game d- doesn't suck. It's just not my cup of tea. All right, I'm sure it's very good for those that enjoy it. But I think part of my dislike for this game is kind of um, uh, my experience when I first saw it and when I first played it. It was after listening to a pitch like that from Andrew which was mm. very good. It was a good pitch. It sounds awesome, right? And then I went round to your house and you loaded it up and almost immediately I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is the most Andrew ass <laughs> Andrew shit. <laughs> I don't care about this. And then we played it and I was like, no, not for me. And it's just, it's just not for me. It's, it's, so it's, it's weird as well because it should be like it should be a game that everybody likes not gen- not necessarily because of the game itself, but because of who made the game. Like the director of the game was Shinji Mikami. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the guy who made Resident Evil, the guy who's gone on to make The Evil Within. Um, it was a very different game for him, but it's, I don't know, with a game designer like that at the helm, did he, Did she, am I thinking that Shinji Mikami, what else has he done? He, he's done a similar game, right? Um, what's he done? Like he's, oh, Vanquish, that's it. So he oh, went yeah. on to make Vanquish. Yeah. And Piano 3 is almost kind of the um, the precursor to that. It's very similar in a lot of ways. Um, you know, it's 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 much smaller environments. There's not a lot of the skidding around that you do in in Vanquish, but you know the the shooting action and stuff is very similar. Um, but what's different is the fact that there's the you know the the musical aspect, and it's that the robots move in the rhythm to that as well. So you can see when they're about to do things. You can hear when things are you know like the music changes, and there's different cues that are going on. It's 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 an interesting take on that kind of genre and you know what? i do it, understand it, why a lot of people don't like it but yeah it, it could it could well be um that it, if i went back to it as an adult i might actually appreciate it more so than i did as, mm. as a as a i mean how old are we then what i was going to say teen but that can't be right uh, uh 2003 we would have been 19 
19, yeah. So, wow. I mean, 19-year-old me was a wanker. So, you know, there's every chance <laughs> that I could <laughs> I could play it now and maybe appreciate it. I don't know. I was about, I was about, about to say, <laughs> say 36-year-old she was a wanker as well. But <laughs> <laughs> True, but I'm a different kind of wanker now. True, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I still have it. So, you know, if you come over to my house, we'll play it again. And let's, uh, let's sure. see if you enjoy it any more the second time round. Um, but yeah, I, I know it's. I, I think it's difficult for us to discuss it properly because, as I say, like Rich hasn't played it. You weren't a big fan, and you haven't really seen much of it apart from mm-hmm. the little no. that I showed you. Um, I don't know. It's just always. It's always been interesting to me because it's a bit of a curio being one of those Capcom games that came out on the GameCube, and that was it was it was in the same kind of uh, clutch of games as like Killer Seven, and um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah what else was it there was another one but it was there was like a it was like the big five or something i think it was that, that capcom had agreed to make these five games I think one of them being resident evil 4 um and then this and and killer 7 and there was a couple of others but yeah it's it's yeah it's just it's an interesting game it's not everybody's cup of tea i entirely expect this to lose and therefore <laughs> i will have to do um the uh, the forfeit next time but yeah it's I, I think it's worth looking at and that's why i want to highlight it i think if people go and maybe look at it on youtube see what it was like the style of it is just so mm. different and, and minimalist and interesting it's worth looking did at it, at least if not playing did it ever come out on anything else or was, or was that it, it no was just a gamecube game. Wow, okay gamecube exclusive so it's it's one of those i always find those interesting as well a game that never comes out on anything else it kind of gives it a bit of a mystique there's a mystique about yeah, it yeah yeah um so it's it's worth doing, and and again, if you like things like um, Vanquish, um, then you know it is the kind of the precursor to that. So it's possibly interesting if you know if, if you like that game, um, and Bayonetta as well. I mean, Bayonetta is made by different people, but it's you know it's similar. You know, the guns on yeah. hands and feet. Um, guns on hands <laughs> and feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that is Piano Three, um, and those are our four games. So our four games are uh, Def Jam Vendetta. Silent Hill 3, Manhunt, and Piano 3. Um, so as I alluded to just before, um, there'll be a poll on Twitter uh, where you can vote for which one of these you think is the game of 2003. Um, it'll be up for seven days after this episode goes live. Um, so please do vote, let us know. And uh, the winner, uh, the person who gets the most votes uh, for their pitch, uh, will get to pitch two games next time. If it's Rich, um, he may have to get two members of his family to pitch. <laughs> cool. <laughs> because that's his forfeit. Um, if he wow. loses, if he loses, do we do we get his 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 mum to do the forfeit while she's pitching? I don't, I, I don't know. Oh, there's come some, on. There's some snakes eating their own tails here, and I'm very confused. Yeah, yeah. Surely it's, it's the pitch is her forfeit. I mean, of course. It's, like, it's, like... <laughs> it's her time to shine, Rich. It's her time like, to shine. It is. Um, it eventually, is. this pod- podcast is just going to be Rich's mum doing all of us like. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna have to record parts individually and then splice them together af- afterwards <laughs> i like at the beginning of this i was like let's not say it's gonna be rich's mum because she might not do it and now we're like it's rich's mum let's do get <laughs> she basically right she has to do it now everybody listening it's happening. It's happening. yeah please please tweet at dreamcast barber that his mum needs to be on the next episode it's just it must be you know it's a thing um, what's your, um until it happens what's your mum's twitter rich <laughs> She's, she's on Insta, so... Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I can't remember the handle, though. I'll find out. Damn. Well, she can tell us at the end of the pitch next week. Uh, next week. <laughs> next week is being a bit... <laughs> it's optimistic. Yeah, so. optimistic, yeah. Um, <laughs> 2021. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> July 2021. Um, 
anyway that's uh that's it i think um nice short and sweet um kind of our return and hopefully we're going to be doing uh back again more frequently i have my proper setup again um mm-hmm. i think everything's a little bit a little bit quieter than it was a bit set yeah bit settled. so we yeah. can get back into a bit of a rhythm um so we're going to hopefully do the deep dive next uh which will be fun um and then back what's, to what's, what's with all this uh negative language andrew we're gonna be back hopefully. more regularly yeah. and we're gonna do yeah, the deep right. dive well, I've said that yeah. before, and then we kind of disappeared for three months. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we we will be back. We'll be doing the deep dive, and we will be doing two thousand and four, uh, which hopefully be mm-hmm. it should be. I keep saying hopefully, which will be um, in August. Um, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. And uh, yeah, please remember to vote on Twitter um, for Game of the Year. Um, before we go, um, any last words? Uh, well, um, Max Payne 2 came out in that year. That's also a very good game. I won't go into it now, but it's fantastic. And it's sold like okay. shit, and that's a real shame. Damn. Rich? I honestly forgot what other games came out that year. The first Call of Duty came out that year, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, that's decent. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I truly can't, can't remember. Did Fair the enough. iToy come out that year? It Hang was. On. Hang on. Let's have a, let's have a quick Google. Oh, I like the iToy. That was good. I thought it was good. When I said last words, I was thinking you might say something really silly rather than like go off into a tangent about more games. But fine, let's look uh, at the eye toy. Uh, <laughs> George, had George Foreman in it. I mean, come on. Really? Uh, enter yeah. the, wait, did it? Wait, well, Ed had music in it. Oh, There's a oh, game where you had to like clean windows in, with the camera. Uh, and it just has when I'm cleaning windows. And I was like, this is, this is the future. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Beyond Good and yeah. Evil, Enter the Matrix, Prince of Persia. Mm. The iToy, October 2003. And of there course, the iToy. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Good nice. year. Good nice. year. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that was really was fun. I uh, I miss doing this with you guys. Yeah. yeah me too. too. Yeah. We're definitely going to do it more often. So um, clear your calendars. Um, just get rid of everything that you're doing and uh, we'll just do DCY I mean, constantly. I mean, look, I have suddenly got nothing but time. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, that that's just going to be taken as you're free forever, and uh, I'm just going <laughs> to drag you into everything. So <laughs> let's do it. We'll be back very soon, then, everybody. And um, thank you so much for listening. And vote, please vote. Um, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.